नमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्य शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव पादरायण सूत्रभाषिकृत वंदे भगवंदनःश्वरो गुरुरात्मी मूर्तिद विभागिने व्योमवद्याप्तहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम उपनिषत्मंत्र ओपनिषत्मंत्रिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषदिषद
and put on their kingly dresses because they were deva king is indra and asura king is virochana so they wore the kingly dress and the royal dress and came and, and then prajapati asked them to look now so when they looked into it they found that now they are looking a different body with all the dress and the attire and the decoration what is there on the body and from the head to toe they are able to see so what prajapati asked what do you see now because there are two visions which have been told one when before when they asked brahmacharis when they were asked to look there was one look one one thing what they could see now they have completely adorned themselves with the royal attires and they are when they are looking down into the reflection they are seeing the same body has been now seen as a decorated body so this is what i have to tell you you see the see what you see in the reflection before and now is what is the atma without much of a batting of an eyelid both of them left the ashram prajapati's place and started going back towards their respective kingdom virochana was thrilled because he knew that what he is been told by has been understood he thought that you know this body is atma what we call it as i is definitely i feel that i am the body so all the decoration and everything which is being done is for this atma which is the my body and he goes back to his country or his abode and teaches every everybody in the asura clan that i learned from prajapati that this body is the atma and we need to take care of this body decorate it and well maintain it and you know nurture it and take care of it in such a way this is the atma with which you can achieve all your desires and go wherever you want even to the extent if you want to go after your death to better places make sure that your dead body you know the each of the dead body is given the best of the dressing and the decoration and even the perfumes etc etc all those things should be done so shankaracharya in his bhashya says even today there are people who are doing these type of rituals of decorating the dead body with perfumes and best dress and even gold and other ornaments and things like that they really are not the people they are asuric people in nature they have not understood what is the teaching of prajapati so now we enter into the ninth section eight chapter ninth section were were indra was on the way to the devas atha indra aprapya devan etad bhayam dadarsha yathaiva kalu ayam asmin sharire swandalan krute swandalan krudo bhavati सुवसने सुवसना परिष्कृतवे परिष्कृतः एवमेव अयम अस्मिन् गन अंदे अंतो भवति साम्रे साम्रा भवति परिष्कृणे परिष्कृणा भवति अस्य एव शरीरस्य नाशम अन्वेष नश्यति न अहम् अत्र भोग्यं पश्यामि इति सो व्हाट डस ही से न अहम् अत्र भोग्यं पश्यामि आई एम नॉट एबल टू सी दिस it's not as an acceptable one why 
because Deva, he was on his way, he has not reached the Devas. Before that, he was thinking on the way. This is what is called the Mananam. What has been taught by the Prajapati is now being, you know, taught again and again into the inner meaning, into what does, did it have a superficial meaning or whether there was an intended meaning to that, that Deva was, Nirendra was thinking about. So, he, he, when he was thinking it, so, Atha Indra Devan Aprapya, even before reaching the Devan, Etat Bayam Dadarsha, he felt the fear that this cannot be the Atma, because I have not understood properly. Yadha Eva Kalu Asmin Sharire, in whichever way this body, if Sadhu Alankrite, Swatu Alankrita, if it is well decorated, it becomes well decorated. Suvasane, Suvasana. If it is well, well dressed or well adorned, it becomes, looks well adorned. Parishkrute, Parishkrita. If it is combed well or, you know, done the beautification, it is, it appears to be beautified. Bhavati. Eva meva, I am Asmin Ande Andhabhavati. Same way, not only while decorating this side, the other side also, if it becomes, if one eye is gone, the reflection also will have one eyeless. Samre, Samra, if there is any defect in one of the organs, like either the ear or the nose or any, any defect in the, you know, the body, that is reflected on that. Parivarkne, Parivarknaha, if it is now, if it's a defect in the limbs, like the hands or legs, then it will be either limb, you know, that defect is reflected in the, even in the reflection. Asya sharirasya eva, nasam anu esha nashyadi. If this body is dead, then there is no reflection which can be seen in the body. But I have heard that. This Atma is Apahadapatma and Amrita. It is immortal and all is all. So it cannot be this physical body. So he, what he does it, he goes back to Prajapati again. Sa samitpanihi punareva ayamtam prajapatihi vacha. Magavan adha shantagradhya prapraji sardam virochanaha kasmin puranagama iti. Saho vacha, yadaiva kalu, ayam bhagavaha, asmin sharire, swadalangrade, santalangrudo bhavadi, suvanase, suvanasaha, parishkrade, parishkrutaha, eva meva, ayam asmin ande ando bhavadi, samre, samraha, parishkrune, parishkrana, asya eva sharirasya nasam, anvesha nasyati, naham atra bhogyam pasyami yidi. So he, whatever he thought in his mind, so he was repeating to Prajapati with the offering Samitpani, which is which is that which was in his hand, and he offered there and told Prajapati, "Atra bogyam aham na pasyami." I am not seeing something which is acceptable to me. Bogyam means here not eatable, acceptable. Iti saha Samitpani poham punaha eva eaya tam Prajapati hu vaja. So to such a Indra. The Prajapati is now talking. Maghavan, hey Indra, Tom, Shantahadiya Virochanena Sardam Yat Pravaji. You went along with Virochana to your house with 
satisfaction why is it that you are kim itchen puna agamaha what is that made you come back again and uh, you know not go back to your house because you and virochana both of you left from here knowing very well what is the atma but you seems to have come back with samitpani again with the offerings and again with the intent to stay back and study further what is the reason you have come back sa uvacha bhagava my dear sir yatha eva khalu asmin sharire sadhu alankrute sadhu alankrada swanase swanasa parishkrute parishkrada bhavati which he was thinking you know that same thing he was repeating everything that if it is well dressed you see the reflection well dressed if it is well uh, you know the clothes were uh, of good nature it will be seen reflected as parishkrute means if it is any beautification is done that is seen evameva asmin ande andha samre samra parivirkne parivikna bhavati or the same thing like the you know blind or the defect in the sense organs or limbs it is done it is seen reflected in asya sharirasya eva nasham anu esha nashyati if the sharirasya nasha if the body is deceased or dead so atma also will be dead bhogyam aham na pasyami iti i cannot accept this this is not what i thought is the nature of atma is what uh, he he told uh, devendra i mean prajapati so the prajapati now understood that devendra has done the manana he has not accepted the physical appearance of the body as the atma definitely but he has not understood what was the intent when he said you look into the reflection or that what you see before without the decoration and after with all the uh, royal attires he has seen the only the external changes of the body he has not the one which is unchangeable as the observer or the witness of the changes he has not seen the therefore what he says evam eva esha magavan iti havacha tu evate bhuya anuvyakyasyami vasarapani vatimshadi varshani iti sacha aparani dvatrimshadi varsham savacha tasmai uvacha so it said that andra i shall explain to you this again please stay here for under 32 years and follow the rituals and the rules of the ashram or the teacher and then after completing having completed the 32 years indira goes to prajapati again so and he asked what i mean i have completed now 32 years and i have come back to you with my enquiry again tasmai hovacha to him the brahma prajapati is now explaining further which is now we'll go to the 10th month 10th section ya esha sopne mahiyamana charati esha atma iti sa uvacha etat amrutam abayam etat brahmeti saha shanta hrudayah prabhuraja saha aprapya eva devan etat bhayam dadarsha ोषेन भूषेति 
so prajapati is telling to indra in the in the this, this thing sa esha sopne mahiyamana charati whichever one is that which is being well respected and moves along into the sapna or the dream world esha atma that is the atma so listen to that sentence very clearly ya esha sapne mahiyamana charati esha atma whichever one is being respected now in waking but travels to sapna sapne sancharan san sapne charati esha atma etat amrutam abayam etat brahma iti uvacha ha this is what is atma etat this is amrutam abayam without mrutyu amrutam without death abhayam where there is no fear because there is no nothing other than itself therefore there is no second one to be afraid of therefore a state of avayam etat brahma and this atma is brahma esha atma etat brahma this atma itself is brahma iti hovacha prajapati prajapati explain to indra like this saha shanta hrudaya pravaraja sa devan aprapya etat bhayam darsha like the previous time indra got a temporary happiness oh now i understood what is being told and so i have now understood that what is atma and he went back to his own house and uh, to his own abode but before reaching the deva sa devan aprapya eva etat bhayam dadarsha he felt the inadequacy and found that there is a defect in what is this told tat idam shariram this body yadyapi andam bhavati sa ananda bhavati in the waking if if the body is losing one eye but in the dream both the eyes are functioning how can it be but how can then then that it will be the body which is being referred here the body in the waking has lost one eye or one hand or one limb or whatever may be there but in the dream the the dreamer is not going through this experience of lack of one eye or lack of limb or lack of leg ananda bhavati yadi samram asrama if the body has got any defect it is not it is not reflected in the dreamer's body esha asya dosheena na dushyati if there is any defect in the body dosheena na dushyati thus the purusha which is in the sapna or in the dream doesn't go through these defects if it is that so there is something wrong something wrong then what he says that second in the in the second mantra in the section he says na vadena asya hanyate na asya sramyena sramo dhante tu eva enam vichadayanti iva apriyavatve 
अभी रोदती इव न अहम अोग्यम पश्यामी अस्वेन बै दॉडी ऑफ द स्वप्न पर्सन इन द वेकिंग पर्सन दिवर्स नौ हि थिंकिंग द रिवर्स वन अस्वेन न हन्यते अस्मेण न सराम इफ दर् डिफेक्ट ऑफ द पर्सन इन द ड्रीम when i wake up i have no problem if i feel that somebody has broken my leg by in a fight or i lost my one hand in my in a in a sword fight or in an accident but when i wake up i am not able i am not seeing that this happened to me in, in my waking even that if anything if i am being murdered or if i murder something somebody in the thing that person is also not killed when i wake up neither if i am killed i am still not dying if i kill somebody that person is not dead when i wake up that person is still there around me tandi vichhayanti eva apriyavatto eva bhavati sometimes i am having the happiness in waking but i am having unhappiness in dream or happiness in the dream but in the waking i am unhappy rodati ivati i am crying as if i am crying in the dream but actually i am not crying aham atra bhogyam na pashyami i cannot accept this type of illogical accept saying that it is the one which is which is which is being you know worshiped in waking which is moving into the sapna world also it is not the same person which is because there is no way i can correlate there a continuity of the same person between the waking and the dream therefore this these two things looks illogical to me and i cannot accept na bhogyam bhavati therefore i cannot accept it. what is in what is what uh, uh, prajapati is telling there must be something deeper to it let me go back to him so what does indra says that स समित्पाणी पुनरेव आयम तम प्रजापति उवाचा मगवन यत शांतहृदया प्रवाजी किमिच्छन पुनरागमहाइति सह उवाचा तद्यज्ञव्यविं भगवा शरीरं मन्दावावदि अनखा अनंत सबवति इति साम्राश्रामो न एव एषा अस्य दोषेने दुषिति न वदेन अस्य हन्दे न अस्य श्राम्येन श्रामो जन्ति तु एव एनं विच्छादयन्ति इव प्रिय प्रियवत्तेमित्पाणी that time and the prajapati is asking why are you come back you you were satisfied with my answer and you went back but why did you come back so he repeats all those things what was running in his mind during his mananam whatever he found that you know the the disparities between the waking and the dream if it is the same person who is worshiped in the waking who is now there in the dream there is no continuity of that 
one side it is they are blind other side it is not blind one side it is you know uh, delimbed the other side he is not one side he is crying other side he is not crying all sides of the both are not same way there is something missing which is therefore atra aham na bhogyam pasyami i don't think that this is acceptable to me i am not thinking so please i am not accepting what you said eva mesha magavanyiti ಪ್ರಜಾಪತಿ no 96 years so in the 11th section when after the staying there for another 32 years he is now being again taken back by the prajapati for instruction what does he say tat yat tat yatra ಸಂಪ್ರಸನ್ನಹಾಂತಹೃದಯಾಪ್ರಭ್ರಾಜಾಂಪ್ರತಿ ಸಮಸ್ತ means all the instruments of the body the the sense organs of knowledge sense organs of action the body the mind intellect the even the sense of individuality all of them etat supnah samprasannah swapnam na vijanadi he is reaching a state where he is not even having a dream ಏಷ ಆತ್ಮ ಇತಿ ಹೌವಾಚ ದಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆತ್ಮ ವರ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇವನ್ ನೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ವೇಕಿಂಗ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇವನ್ ಡ್ರೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಯುವರ್ ಡ್ರೀಮ್ ಬಟ್ ದ ಸೇಮ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ದೇವ ಆರ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಟಿ ಪುರುಷ ಈಸ್ ದ ಒನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಈಸ್ ಮೂವಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಸ್ವಪ್ನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ನೌ ಮೂವಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಸಂಪ್ರತಿ ಸಂಪ್ರತಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಡೀಪ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ ಇಂಟು ಡೀಪ್ ಸ್ಲೀಪ್ that is what is called atma this is how prajapati is now giving the after the 96th year his answer is like this esha atma iti ha uvacha etat amrutam apayam brahma etat iti ta shanta hrudaya prapraja saha indra devan apraapya eva adat etat bhayam dadarsha same like the previous occasion 
he became satisfied when uh, they, when prajapati told that you know it is the same person who from waking moved into dream and now after having abandoned all the all the attachments of sense organs of action knowledge mind intellect and uh, everything even not knowing the space and time who is now in the deep sleep it is the same which is atma and that is abhayam amrutam and that tat brahma that is the brahma so he became satisfied looks that there is thing and he was thinking about and going back to the devaloka but devan apraptya eva edat bhayam dadarsha but before reaching the devaloka he again found the defects in that teaching i am i am aham asmi iti evam atmanam samprati na aha kalu janati this atma in the deep sleep susuptavasthayam i am means it i am i am aham asmi the one which is in the deep sleep how can i say i am the one who is in the deep sleep samprati naha kalu janati i do not know myself in my deep sleep how can i say i know myself in the deep sleep very well i am not knowing myself in my deep sleep whether i am there or not or my deep sleep what is that there is something wrong which i can accept we cannot accept that it is it is the same i of the waking which is now in the deep sleep i can understand between the waking and the dream but why did prajapati say that it is the same person which was there in the waking who has gone into dream and is now in the deep sleep abandoning everything but that i am not even knowing who is that samprati aham na janami so therefore atmanam samprati naho kalu janati imani bhutani no eva vishnasam apita eva not only that imani bhutani these worlds of experience of the dream and the waking is even not known to me whether they exist or not then apita eva as if i have reached vinasham apita eva i have reached a place where i have lost myself my my annihilation has taken place that is the feeling i am having in my deep sleep that is what is happening so there is something missing in this teaching i am not able to understand it properly so atra means in the in the susupti avastha or in the deep sleep ogyam na pashyami i am not seeing this atma which is being revered as apahada atma etat tamrutam abhayam brahma all those things there is not even the knowledge that what is there in that state i am in a state of absolute non existence in my deep sleep so how can you say that amrutam abhayam brahma and uh, you know abhata patma because the world itself is not there so there is no no way you can even qualify those things so therefore bhogyam atra bhogyan na pashyami i am not seeing some logic in, you know imperfection in your statements in these statements sa 
சமிப்பாணி புன ஏயாய தம் பிரஜாபதி உவாச சோ ஹி கோஸ் பேக் டு த பிரஜாபதி எகெய்ன் வித் சமிப்பாணி அண்ட் சேஸ் மகவன் பிரவாஜி கிம் இச்சன் புனா ஆகமா இதி சேம் கொஸ்டின் அகேன் you were very satisfied with my answer and you went out of the sashrama with all happiness that you have never understood what is the atma amrutam abhayam brahma and now you are coming back with samit pani with the offerings again to stay back in this ashram to know more what kimichan what is the desire which brought you back to this place again saha uvacha he says indran says to prajapati bhagava அயம் அகம் அஸ்மி இது ஏவம் ஆத்மானம் நஹ கலு ஜானாதி இந்த டீப் ஸ்லீப் ஐ ஆம் நாட் நோயிங் தட் திஸ் இஸ் த ஆத்மா யூ செட் இன் த டீப் ஸ்லீப் ஐ ஆம் தட் தட் புருஷன் விச் இஸ் தேர் இந்த மூவிங் ஃப்ரம் வேக்கிங் டு ட்ரீம் டு டீப் ஸ்லீப் இஸ் த ஆத்மா அமிர்தம் அபயம் பிரம்மா பட் ஐ ஆம் நாட் ஏபிள் டு நோ ஹிம் தெர் இஸ் நோ வே ஐ கேன் நோ ஹிம் பிகாஸ் ஐ மை செல் ஃபீல் அஸ் இஃப் ஐ ஆம் அனிகிலேட்டட் தேர் i am not the the knower is not there in the deep sleep so how do i know i i will know that atma there imani bhutani no vinasham apita eva bhavati all these bhutani all these creations which was experienced in the my waking and then in the dream they all have got destroyed or as if they have ceased to exist in my vinasham apita eva so there is a total annihilation nothing is feasible or nothing is known not neither knowing myself nor i am knowing atma i am as atma nor i am experiencing the world of objects neither the sense organs function there nor the indriyas of the actions or senses or organs of action is working nor does my mind and intellect function to know that i exist or not so i am feeling as if i have totally been annihilated in that state in my deep sleep therefore atra aham bhogyan na pasyami iti therefore bhagavan oh prachapati dear sir there is something which i am missing and i am not able to accept your statement and i have i do not know what you are conveying by this that is why i have come back again with offerings to your ashram to learn more idi this is how indra says to prajapati so prajapati what does he say in the in the second one hmm, or in the, in the third one okay in the in the third one what he says is that एवं एवा एश मघवन उवाच ते भूया अनुव्याख्यास्यामी नो एवं अस्मापराणी पंचवर्षाणी सह अपराणी पंचवर्षाणी उवास तीशत संभेदुतु ஏகசம் ஹாவை வர்ஷாணி மகவன் பிரஜாபதே பிரம்மச்சரியம் உவாச தஸ்மை உவாச சோ மகவன் ஓ இந்திர 
Prajapati now starts talking to uh, Indra, who has come back again with the Samit Pani. Etam tu eva te buya anuvyakya syami. I can, I will explain to you. Anuvyakya syami means I will explain to you again. Anu means again. Anuvyakya syami. I will explain to you again. I have told you that if you are smart enough or if you are intelligent enough, the first statement itself you should have understood. You went back with Virojana. No. Then you came back second time. Then I told you about the Sopna experience that uh, that time also you became happy and went back but when you realize that it is not right you came back now the third time also you when i told you about the deep sleep you have gone back now you also you have come back after that thing so i will explain to you again anyatra no aparani panjavarshani vasayiti to know this you might have to stay for another five more years. Sa panja sa aparani panja varshani upasa yitani. He stays for another five more years. Eka satam sampeduhu. When having thus completed 32 plus 32 plus 32 plus 5, 101 years, then the Prajapati says, Makavan, eka satam varshani prajapatau. Brahmacharyam uvasa hai vai iti etat ahu tat etat tasmai hau vacha. You have now completed your Brahmacharya of 101 years. Therefore, I am now, what is left to be told also will be explaining to you as I have been doing it in the earlier stages. I have told you earlier but you did not understand now what is to be the ultimate final thing which i have to tell you also i will tell you now because you have completed your another five more years with which you have completed the you know 101 years so he say magavan martyam va idam sharira vaftam mrityuna tat Asya Amrutasya, Asyari Rasya, Atmanaha, Adishtanam, Atto, Vai, Sasharira, Priya Priyabhyam, Navai, Sasharirasya Sada, Priya Priyo, Apahati, Asya Shariram, Vava Sandam, Na Priya Priyes, Prushataha. This mantra is a very important mantra because this is what he is telling the absolute about the reality of it, neither related to dream waker, dream or deep sleep, beyond that. And this mantra is being used by Shankaracharya many places to explain the, uh, the Atma Tattvam in his, in his commentaries. So what does he say? Makhavan, O Indra, idam sharidam, this body, martyam, is a object which gets destroyed means which has got a decay and the death mrityuna by by the act of decay attam 
ஆத்தம் தத் அமிர்தசிய அசரீரசிய அசிய ஆத்மனா அதிஷ்டான் திஸ் பாடி விச் இஸ் பீயிங் அண்டர் த கிளச்சஸ் ஆஃப் டெத் ஈஸ் வாட் இஸ் கால்ட் மியர் பாடி அமிர்தசிய அசிய சரீரசிய அசிய ஆத்மன அதிஷ்டானம் அசிய ஆத்மன அதிஷ்டானம் இட் இஸ் த அபவுட் ஃபார் த ஆத்மா விச் ஹேஸ் காட் Amritam Asharira, which is immortal and which doesn't have a body. All this while when you were telling me, telling you the difference from the waking to the dream and the deep sleep, you were associating yourself with your body as you. The word you is the use word Atma here. so atma means we should understand what is being told is about our self now if you see look at that everything we add self our self your self itself themselves all the place we add self not realizing what is the self is in its real nature so when when prajapati is saying that this body which you thought as you in the waking in the dream and in the deep sleep which got destroyed also without the body in the deep sleep in even though when all these things are happening that body is the adhisthanam asya asya atmana adhisthanam is the abode or is the receptacle or the container for the atma atma cannot be contained but as if it is contained in the body sa shariraha when we are with the body priya priyabhyam what is liked and disliked attavai the body is the one which is saying this is i like this i don't like this sa sharirasya sataha ீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீரீ
always thinking that you are the body with which you are experiencing this likes and dislike it has never been touched or the atma has never been tainted at any point of time by this likes and dislike which you are been experiencing through your body so it is a you know what you identified you are with yourself as a body is the reason why you felt that i am having likes and dislikes and that likes and dislikes which you had in the waking you extended it to your dream also where there also you had the likes and dislikes and then you are continuously thinking that this likes and dislike is the is experienced by me that aham that the, you know the the body which is the one which is going through so prajapati said oh indra please listen to me this body is perishable it is enveloped and overwhelmed by death from every side how can this be the atman for you you have not really thought about this physical body is we all know it has got aging it childhood adulthood old age everything or the waking dream and deep sleep we are going through again and again and again and again in all these things we are seeing that changes are imminent and is continuous and what you said in the deep sleep you said you felt as if you have annihilated that is a causal condition which engenders that experiences of the mind which is not pressed is in the projection or in the nature in which experiences can be experienced experience of the dream and waking it is in a potential mode or bijavastha or you can say you know it in a, in the way in the way in which it is it is not sprung into action hence you can say that this annihilation feeling also is not because you were really annihilated your body the receptacle was still there the atma experiencing through that is still there that is why when you wake up you are saying you are having a good sleep so whether you look from all these angles you cannot deny you ceased to exist even when the body or the likes and dislikes keep changing the one which is keeping knowing the changes and everything has never been affected by the changes unless by ignorance this is what we have to understand by ignorance we identify with that i am the body then the pain and pleasure of the body of the mind of the intellect all is superimposed on you but that you is pure when that even this over you are still the same the good happened you enjoyed it but when after the moment after you moved out of the good when a next bad thing comes the you are the experiencer of the bad but the bad and the good are seen by you observed by you so the atman is neither in the individual consciousness of of one person you cannot say or a unconscious entity of the deep sleep 
it is different so what happens is that we cannot even imagine a a sort of awareness where one is not even aware of its himself or its own individuality it is not even aware of its anything else in the deep sleep but it cannot you cannot say you are aware of yourself in the deep sleep such awareness is the atman about which we have to know that atman when if you want to know we have to go analyzing into very depth of it definitely not the body because there's there got the transformation death and decay and age old age young age middle old age and we know that nobody can escape death because of the body if we are associating ourselves with the body we know the body is 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 one day going to die everybody knows that there is a death available as the ultimate end of experiences for the body but the one atma which is using this as a vehicle for manifestation of my mortal bodiless atman which is in perceiving everything through the body is not known to any one of us this receptacle of for the atman is the body and it is manifesting when the functions of body is functioning or the different organs are functioning this is what we call it as physical experience and in the experience through the sense organs or the mind body and intellect is not compatible the name with the nature of atman which is immortal amrutam abhayam therefore what happens is that we are not in a position to know atman as an object how can we ever know atman as an object because the knower is prerequisite for every knowing and it can never objectify itself so the prajapati goes to the next statement asarire asariraha vayuhu abram vidyut stanaditru asarirani etani tat yatha etani amushyat akashat samutthaya param jyotihi उपसंपद्य स्वेन रूपेण अभिनिष्पद्यन्ते द एयर द क्लाउड द लाइटनिंग थंडर नन ऑफ देम हैव बॉडी दे आर ऑल अनबॉडीड अशरीरा दीस आर ऑल अराइजिंग आउट ऑफ द स्पेस एसिड एंड हैविंग रीच द the the fullness of their expression and assumes their own forms even without a body when they were 
in the in the space without expression the vayu is not seen only when it expresses as a breeze or a wind the body of the vayu is taking place same is the case of cloud when the cloud is thin and spread all over the sky we don't see the cloud but when they come together and form a dark cloud or a white cloud we see the body of the cloud same way the lightning which is present there in the sky until it it gives shines out and expresses its body we do not know the lightning or thunder whatever may be that so these are the things which is which is indicating that the bodilessness of things which can momentarily have body is possible in the subtle realm so the injection of prajapati about the bodiless existence is free from the conditions which are there for the body should not be attributed to the bodiless state which is unintelligible with the mind because the mind can never think anything beyond the space and time and space and time is itself is the is an expression of body atman it's not an abstraction atman you when we say that it is bodiless it is not an abstraction from physical existence we cannot think mind cannot think into this abstractness because we can only think about things in the condition of space and time and therefore the qualities of the space and time are inherent in every body a non physical existence within the space and time can never be imagined by the mind there are clear cut expressions of awareness which is not requiring the physical body to be aware of itself the expression is that the changelessness of it because change is part of time so the changelessness is not included in the time therefore it is beyond time same way the awareness doesn't need anything in the space when it becomes anything within the space as an awareness it becomes an object now atman which is which is not having the body but it expresses through the body cannot be contained by the body because it is not in one body the atman is there it is present in all the bodies everywhere therefore it is not possible for the mind which is conducive or trained to measure things which are within the realm of the space and time and thereby the objectiveness of everything to come to a state of timelessness and spacelessness that is what is called the immortality of asharira the word is used is here there. so 
we, we, we need to discuss this in detail. What is that state? So I'll read the third mantra today, but I'm not going to explain it. And we will take that explanation the next Wednesday. I'll continue some of the previous mantras so that we have a continuity in the next class. But the third mantra, what he says is that eva meva esha samprasadaha asma charirat samuttaya param jyotihi upasambadya svena rupena abhinipspadyate sa uttama purushaha sa tatra pajyeti yashat kridan ramamanaha smidhi va yanai stridhi va yanai va nyadibihi वा न उपसजनम स्मरण इदम शरीरम सयथा प्रयोग्य आचरेण युक्तः एवमेव अयम अस्मिन् शरीरे प्राणो युक्तः सो द हियर इट इज टॉकिंग अबाउट द सुप्रीम पुरुष उत्तम पुरुषः और द हाईएस्ट पुरुष अस्मा शरीरात समुत्ताय परम ज्योति इट इज द सुप्रीम एफल्जेंस ऑफ सेल्फ illumining nature of by what by knowledge arising out of this body having reached the highest place highest means it is not in location space and it is not in space and time the highest when you are talking about it is having a form which is beyond space and time that is why it is his own form because space and time is a appearance in the waking and the dream but here is the atma which is not conditioned by the waker the dream or the deep sleep beyond that therefore it has got its own form which is the highest in the nature not means in the mentally we cannot imagine such a state and it is the param jyoti it is the awareness in its full blast or full stream which we cannot even imagine because we cannot think about a knowledge without an object and that is the highest person in that realm he is suppose he is as if he is playing laughing rejecting rejoicing and enjoying everything as if it is a world of his own because he creates from him everything is the creation is appearing to be happening therefore the body whichever he wants he can enter the desires which he want to fulfill he can enter so the first mantra was sarvan kama nasnuta where he is prapnoti he reaches all those things he is being explained in this third mantra which we will deal it in detail in the next wednesday's class because it need to be explained a lot word by word which i'll do it in the next wednesday class we'll stop it here om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri guru bhyo namah hari om thank you dhanyawad thank you bindu ji
so normally for everyone in the audience, we, we've got hand raising open. So if you would like to come up and ask a question for clarification for Bindo, just raise your hand and we'll bring you up. Don't be shy. Any question related to this Upanishad uh, is more than welcome. And after uh, we get through this uh, question-answer period, we generally open it up uh, to all things Vedanta. Uh, so please raise your hand if you want to come up and ask a question for Vindoji. The uh, when we it, it's more a, a question of what one clings to in the sense that everything for the most part i mean it's this paradox of anatma atma so if i can talk about it and conceptualize it and have a conversation with you about it it's anatma generally speaking but the underlying reality of anatma is atma so just stop me along the way and tell me if I'm wrong. Are you are you good with what I've said so far? Okay, so it's the underlying reality of 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 at all is atma, but this is all anatma. So what does one cling to? My sole reality is Atman, Atma Brahma. But but I, that's, that's ultimately what Mandukya calls Turiya. And I can know nothing about this. I can't, I can't conceptualize it. I can't touch it. I can't taste it. I can't hear it. I can't feel it. I can't even conceptualize it, Bindo. So, I mean, it's, it's all anatma because it's all borrowing its reality. So it's, it it leaves one in a in this precarious position of being bewildered so what is one how does one how does one see it with all of the constraints that you know is put on on the discussion of of what we are The very question has the answer in it. You are dichotomizing the whole equation that you want to have experience of everything. But while doing the questioning, you are objectifying certain aspects which you call yourself call as anatma or the non-self. And you are seeing the self and non-self as if it is there is separate reality existing. Every experience of yours, whether it is through body, mind or intellect, doesn't matter. How does it happen or where is it happening or what is the first methodology of a experience taking place if you enquire into it? You cannot see the dichotomy. Unless the self is present, nothing happens. So self is included in everything. The, the appearance of everything as separate 
is the creation of the mind. Can you imagine an experience without awareness? Can you imagine an object present or existing outside awareness? So, when you are making the bifurcation, you are thinking that there is an independent existence of an object or an event or an experience outside awareness. Can you even imagine such a situation of an event or an object or an experience outside, outside awareness, independent of awareness existing? No, of course not. Then all your questions are included under the assumption that there is such a possibility. No, it's not at all. My question is relating to the language in which we're forced to use to talk about reality. That's the dichotomy, not the way I'm looking at it. When we speak of Atma and Anatma, it presents an immediate paradox because everything is Atma. But it's not really because it borrows its reality. So it creates this ridiculous paradox right away. It's all real. That's Vigyana Vedanta. But it's not no. real in the sense that it borrows its reality. And so we're forced to use this artificial language to describe reality. It's all which real, Bindo. Which is borrowing from words. Borrowing from well, you used awareness, but I'll I'll I'd rather use Brahman, but but let's call it awareness. It's all borrowing its yeah. reality from awareness. And but who is borrowing? Who is borrowing? A non-existent <laughs> something that's also part of the mind, right? So say a non-existent rope, non-existent exactly. snake borrows the reality from. Yeah. Where does it the reality come? It has to have a reality somewhere, then only a, anything can be experienced. Even the rope, snake to be experienced, there has to be a real rope to be present. Only then you can experience a, a snake there. You need a, 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 you know, a presence of hot air to even see a mirage, water, which is not present. So all experiences, there is a mandatory reality behind everything to misunderstand that and experience it as something else cannot be called as a what you call a independent existence of that separate from the reality on which it has dependency can you show me one entity which doesn't need a reality to feel an experience. I used the word awareness earlier. Now I am changing the word reality. Both reality and awareness will become same because existence is a reality. So if there is no real object or real substratum, can there be an appearance of a, anything other than independent of that? It cannot. So all the questions when we are asking, we are assuming that our 
knowledge of existence of things outside the atma is being justified because they are being experienced this is what mandukya said in non existent objects also can give real experiences because the snake was non existent we gave it an existence borrowed from the rope therefore the rope the snake becomes apparent reality and that apparent reality gives the fear or the appearance of the water on the air hot air giving it a reality of the water when it is appearing as a water which was the reality is the hot air now we are experiencing the water in us in a desert right so all the places what you are seeing is only that sachidananda or the atma brahma or consciousness awareness names have no relevance there only truth is there and the truth is the substratum for all that whether you call it as atma brahma consciousness awareness sachidananda whatever the names you want to use these are all used for explanatory purpose but beyond the names yato vacho nivartande aprapya manasasaha word the mind that is why when i said in in this particular explanation can you ever imagine an existence outside space and time that one which has space and time in its control which is beyond space and time so the timelessness and spacelessness are not even fathomable by the mind therefore it is beyond the mind and such a thing because it doesn't have a name or a form cannot be brought under the ambit of words also so the both the words and the mind fail in expressing it so only only way you can in any way want to describe it is by silence and being in it because that is your true nature because you know you you know your body you know your mind you know your intellect everything is known to you so before before that knowledge of these things happen there is an existence of yours which is before beyond before the time and before the space comes into existence transfer yourself to that state and be in it then there is no way you can express that state it becomes silence it is not shunyata of the because you are experiencing it you are you are existing in it it is that you have become non existent the body mind and intellect everything would have become non existent but you are there not you as an individual but as awareness if from which you can you can experience i cannot even say no you can experience it as a being or in existence that is the state what we have reached
understand. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you got to it and used my word because language is completely ineffective. It is that silence. And that's the, that's, I mean, that's the reality of it. And I mean, to be honest, though, is that you can't even, you can't really even be at Bindo. Not really. You can get close, but <laughs> it's just close. It's on this side of the curtain. It's not on the other side of the curtain can't use language to describe it you can't you can't even like the the con like conceptualizing it and uh and uh the the imagination even while it's the mind of god it's not really and so it's if it's here and now and you feel it it's not it and that's that's the reality of it so you've I I appreciate it that you know that you gave justice to it, but it's um it it's the ultimate paradox of of Vedanta. We spend all of this time, <laughs> you know, stripping it down, neti neti, and. I mean, it's a it's a useful exercise, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's like when you say, "I just want to know it, Bindo. I just want to know it." I mean, knowing that ultimate, and we can not really, right? It's it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful paradox, and it's it's a beautiful, you know, part of reality. It's that. And it's a worthwhile mystery. And there's nothing, there's nothing frustrating about it. But it's, it's like you know, knowing thy father, you know, in that sense, right? I mean, it's not enough to say ultimately that's me. <laughs> it's ridiculous, Bindo. It's not you, you know. It's not. It's you can't even you can't even my ultimate nature, my ultimate reality. Okay, of is Atman, is that no question. But I can't know that, right? Not know that in that sense. I'll always be here. <laughs> you can get close. I hope you and you're enjoying, you know, my laughter of it because it's because it is. It's um, it's paradoxical and it's um, I mean, it's we're dealing with the ultimate question, right? And Vedanta and the Upanishads. There's nothing that comes close to it in terms of being able to give us that a robust explanation uh, and with completeness on every aspect of it except itself. <laughs> maybe I'm laughing by myself. Maybe no one's entertained by this, but Ganesha, I know well as a singer. He deals with it all the time. <laughs> the sing song and poetry gets us the closest, Bindo, right? In that sense, in terms of language. Madness. That's what this opens us up to. <laughs> May I speak? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Hurry on, Binduji. This was beautiful. Um, I wanted to say, uh um, you know, I, I am so delighted by listening to this today 
that it's it's hard to speak, but I, I really have to, to listen to another apparent human being uh, speak about this correctly is, uh, wow, it's uh, beyond, way beyond beautiful. And um, uh, this absolutely can be first firsthand known and no no paradox at all. The paradox is, is the not seeing. Um, give me a moment because there's just a lot of uh, difficulty expressing um, at this moment. Um, the things that you said, for instance, about uh, so clearly about Atman being awareness without an entity and imagining what it is to um, to uh, for there to be something that's like an experience without an entity being uh, being present. This isn't an idea to carry us across. Uh, this is uh, allowing the mind to be open enough to to actually know this firsthand to absolutely Patrick 100 percent be it uh, undeniably neither known nor unknown um, and uh, to set aside this pattern that human beings have of uh, thinking that they'll just clarify some idea um, to get there um, this idea of awareness and its fullness I think you said something like this Vindigy, uh, th this 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 just being that is absolutely 100% here right now always just missed and I can say for sure can also be known in its absolute pureness not as a speculation or an idea of an awareness that's behind dreams or behind the waking state can be 100% experienced in its fullness with absolutely no entity present. And um, I just want to say, Binderji, that, um, you know, if we, <laughs> if we talk about experiences as a human being, listening to you say this so clearly, not a book that someone might have written, and I don't can't tell whether they really lived it, but to hear it from you is just the the most delightful experience I've ever had in my life. Um, Harry Om, everybody. That was beautiful, Artemisia. Thank you for that. Um, Binderji, um, about the Atma and the awareness. If uh, one knows that the dream is the dream, the reality is the dream, and it's the Atma that uh, makes us part of that dream. It is the identification of the awareness to the Atma that gives us the idea that we are a person, that we see the reality, that we are able to interact with reality, so what you were talking about today is the, that the awareness has loosened itself from that identification and is free to move in between all three states and use the body, use the mind, play with reality, but also be outside all of this, right? Yeah, see, 
the identification with our mental intellectual faculty or what you call the andakarana the inner instrument is the reason why we are caught up in a limitation of space and time and everything within space and time thereafter the inter inner equipment or the antakarana mind body complex another no, intellect mind and intellect complex takes on the role that i the individual once it takes the role of individual it has now established itself as a separate entity the separatedness from the totality as a local experiential being is due to the control or the association with the mind and the intellect but when the upanishad tells us the mind and the intellect is only an instrument like your eyes ears and hands and legs which you are using for waking and you are also extrapolating that in the subtle world of the dream but you are able to abandon even with the ownership of your physical body physical hand physical mind physical intellect and physical individuality even in your deep sleep which shows that there is a state of existence beyond mind and intellect where the space and time itself is not there so we are not a, we are experiencing a state which is beyond space beyond time yet when the mind intellect complex takes over we are not ready to see it from the total totality point of view but we uh, we are comfortable with the association of the local experience of the individuality want the upanishads wants us to understand it that which one, you analyze ourselves each one of us should analyze what is our true nature is the individuality experience limited by the space and time and controlled by the pain and pleasure and uh, you know the space time limitations everything is is it our reality or is our reality beyond them which also we have experienced but we have no we no control over it because we think that to have control is the superior state no actually speaking the the control is in total not in the limited that is why in the seventh chapter it was said na alpe sukhamasti bhumai vasukam we think that within the space and time if we can control everything we are a super we are god no we have to go beyond space and time and control even space and time in our knowledge because once you go beyond the space and time 
there is no body there so we cannot control bodily so it can be controlled only in the awareness or consciousness or knowledge so that knowledge where we have the control of absolute control of the events of space and time within the space and time then the events of space and time do not touch us anymore that is why the this mantra and which i'll be explaining in the next wednesday gives us a very clear cut picture that we are without a body this body is an assumed role and we are beyond the space and time and we have the control over the mind and the body and the intellect and the things are even happening because they are not in reality independent existence but appearances in the knowledge or the awareness once we see that from that point of view we are no more bound we are no more what you call having a fear of anything because there is nothing other than that that is the state to be in but we need to abandon our identity with the localized individuality as long as we want to remain in it and experience the totalness that doesn't happen anytime it is just like you know you want to be at the house in in your house at the same time you want to travel all around the world both cannot happen yeah this has to be that you have to abandon your house to be around the world yeah i can't make it clear uh, i totally agree with what you just said um i totally underwrite this but if the intellect and the mind is uh, the tools uh, of which awareness uh, connects with the atma which again is giving form uh, to this reality but and we need mind and intellect for that in order to be able to interact with it um, but if the awareness is bypassing that and is and it is known that it is not connected to the body but it is able uh because the awareness it's outside this time and space so if it is outside time and space and it knows that this reality is a dream the same as a dream is a dream then technically it should be possible to move uh to activate the dream um uh, this reality as a dream again and stop it as a dream yes just as we know our limitation of hands and limbs you can the the limit up to which you can grip things or hold things in your hand you know its limitation so you will not you will not attempt to do anything beyond its capacity same way the legs even if you are the fastest sprinter in the world you know there is a limitation you cannot go beyond that when we know our instruments have got a limitation we are talking about a state of existence which is beyond the instruments so when the body and mind and the mind and intellect are used body mind and intellect are used as instruments there is a level up to which we can 
fathom the reality. But the, to know the ultimate reality or be in that, we have to leave the instruments. Only when we abandon the limitations of the instruments and we don't need the instruments to be that, because why is that? We are experiencing that every time. Even when, not only in the deep sleep, we experience it that, even while experiencing the world within the space and time, with a snap of a finger, we can shift to that ultimate awareness where we can objectify these experiences as appearances or, you know, experiences which are of the mind and the intellect. Like how you are holding a, uh, a marble in your hand. You know that marble in the hand is separate. It is held by you. Same way, what is being held by the mind and the intellect also can be known beyond the mind and the intellect. So when you shift to that awareness, it is not you there anymore because your identity ends with your mind and intellect. Thank you so much for this. Uh, I have two questions. Uh, one is that if the uh, this explanation or this inquiry or this quest, all these things would end for all practical purposes when we really experience that, uh, uh, so to call the Brahman, isn't it? My, this complex of body, mind and intellect will end. But that experience sustains. And uh, that experience, uh, will it be capable of handling the tools, so to call these mind and intellect, from that point of view? That means I'm just, I just want to know if we call that as Shakti, Brahman, if we call that Shakti, will there be any possibility of any type of transaction with the so-called present reality that this body-mind complex is there? Uh understanding with which you are asking the question is you are presuming that there is a separatedness as an individual and that is separate from you that is where the error has happened this very moment you are that and you all you are doing is also from that point only of as a Brahman or Atman is what you are experiencing this very moment. But if you forget that and assume that you are an individual, then all these questions which you have asked has a validity from that point of view, but not from the reality point of view. This very moment, what is there is reality is that one reality only. What is experienced by you is also in that only. 
and it has the potency to project the mind and the individual and the experiences of the individual because it is there as i was telling to patrick the rope was there therefore the snake could exist same way the atman brahman is there because of which you have a mind and intellect and you feel that you are an individuality that knowledge that i am an individuality is also also the knowledge of the atman only but assuming it as a limited individual is like seeing the ro- snake in the rope so is that to say uh, sarvam khalvidam brahma yes okay and one more question is that i just want a, a more light on that what is the significance of those 32 years of celibacy and that is thrice comes and finally it gets reduced to five is there any uh, symbolic reference for that because 32 is again 16 into 2 and uh, 16 is the most sacred number shri vidya that is uh, uh, 16 shodashika uh, and all those there and 16 plays the most important role in the indian philosophy and all such things like that is there any uh, significant symbolic uh, uh, reference for the 32 years of this one just i want to tell shankaracharya in his in his commentary has very clearly said it's a story so there is no significance to the measurement of time mentioned that 32 32 and 100 there i mean it has no significance as such and in his commentary varsha he is never referring to any significance for these numbers so i i cannot see that it has got any thing the only thing is that from my understanding it is it takes more time for us to dissociate from the world waking individuality and to the dream individuality to the deep sleep individuality to go beyond that once we are able to abandon our waking dream and deep sleep identification then very there will be lesser time to cross over to that ultimate that is the way i assume that meaning of this 32 32 32 dream waking and deep sleep all or i mean all given equal weightage for the crossing over but once you cross the three to go beyond that the go beyond even the witness of the three doesn't take time okay okay so it is the insistence on the manana to dissociate uh, one self with uh, all these three states yes absolutely okay bindu thank you very much uh, bindu ji uh, thank you for this uh, articulation it is so well laid out there are two observations that that i just uh, share it uh, let me know these are two things right one is the uh, virochana uh interpreted in a certain way and prajapati okay fine nothing you know bother to convince virochana virochana happy and went away and indra on the other hand keep coming back and uh he keep contemplating keep asking coming back and uh, prajapati is not letting him right away get an answer but he is making him wait uh to a point i think he, he, give, he keep giving answers in in parts 
finally to a point it describes nature of atman uh, there is a i think is this done for a particular reason that's one observation uh, second one is you know the same indra you know in even uh, if you look at uh, bhagavad gita um, again indra it seems like this indra is a role uh, one uh, you know one seeking you get to the indra role and go through the indra role and then get to the prajapati guru and guru will guide with a persistent effort guide guide the disciple through this process uh, seems like that uh, that uh, this is the observation i have uh, thanks for this uh, whole layout vinoji uh, it is very enlightening thank you actually speaking if you really look into the statements of prajapati in the first instance itself if the students are apt and fully prepared that one statement would have been enough he says that the what you see in your eyes in the water in the reflection and every word is what is atma but both vairochana and indra stuck on the reflected image not taking the ultimate meaning of prajapati statement that every word not only in the reflection every word what you see is atma is what viral prajapati told and our students should have done real mananam on that but when they asked that they the prajapati to to get the meaning some more direct he says that you change your dress and come in your royal attire and look at it even then they did not get it because they were looking at the appearance what they were looking before without the royal attire and when with the royal attire they should have seen that i am seeing myself in both the cases it is not the visual image what should be looked at it but the the act of knowing in the in the looking is what is more important that is the way in the student so there was no part of prajapati in the you know lacuna in the teaching of the master he has done it in the but the level of the students is the one by the reference is happening so virochana goes back knowing misunderstanding what it is which is happening to all of us that we think that we are the body physical body which is that what is why so uh, we that age and sick and disease and uh, you know defects of the body is mind is a assumption all of us have got we are all virochanas from that point of view but indra when he went was going the way back he started analyzing what is the mistake i have done in understanding it that is viparya i told you, you know there are three defects which can happen in knowing atnyana samshya viparya so this is a viparya which has indra was able to identify that how can it be that, that the change in the body is reflected in the images also 
So if defect happens to the body or if the body dies, there is no image to be seen. How can be then Atmas be called Amrita? Therefore, that statement is not complete by itself. Therefore, I don't accept. That is how he goes back. So what it says that a statement from a teacher when he is or an Upanishad when it gives a statement, we have to contribute 90%. What is given in the 10% of the statement is only indicative. To experience what is being told, the 90% have to be from the student's side. With removal of doubts, inquiring deeply by way of manana, then only that knowledge will shine in within ourselves. That is why this three times it is being repeated to Indra himself, because each time he was doing manana, we are being shown by the Upanishad that we need to do that analysis of ourselves. So Upanishad was making us do the manana in the form of Indra. And now the teaching is being taking place beyond that level of the body, the waking dream and deep sleep. Yes, Mr. This is clearly laid out. Thank you. Thank you for pointing this. There's a question from the from one of the members in the audience. It was given in my back channel. The question is, uh, <clears throat> what pramana would one use to understand the true nature of Atman? If that question is valid, please uh, can elaborate on it. Yeah. See, the normally shat pramanas are accepted by Vedantis. That is pratyaksha, anumana, upamana, arthapati. Now, Pramakaranam Pramana, that is the tools or the instrument through which knowledge is acquired, is what is called a Pramana. Obviously, Atma doesn't come under any of this category. Only thing which Vedanta accepts or the Upanishad accepts is Shabdam as a Pramana, means Shabda Janyam, that is what Shabdam. Shabdam means out, born out of sound, instruction. Because sound is something which cannot be what you call categorized, even though it is one of the sense organs. The sound which we hear is protection. But what we get beyond the sound as indicated through the sound becomes born out of sound that is called shabda so when upanishad talks it is shabdam to us we take it as a pramana as a pratyaksha pramana the upanishad statement becomes a pratyaksha pramana or a direct knowledge through words but there is a word intended meaning which is not there seen directly in the words but when you do the manana and nididhyasana you get a inner meaning to the words apparent words and that is what is called the shabda pramana so that is what is the pramana vedanta approves as shabda pramana for knowing 
example what they give is that the 10 people crossing a river they start missing one person after they cross over and when they are counting themselves they are counting nine and the tenth person is missing and in all the nine counted tenth person is missing but one that time one person comes by the side and see all the nine standing and all the ten standing and crying and say that what's the matter so they say that we, we were ten when we started the crossing this river which was in deluge so after crossing we found that we are only nine of us we are not able to see so this general this man Nishat, uh, say that Acharyavan Purusha he is the one who is in the name as a teacher. He asked the person to start counting. So one, two, three, four, in, he counts. And when he comes to the ninth person, he tells that Dasamatvamasi, you are the tenth person. You are forgetting to count yourself. Now, that knowledge that I am the tenth person has come from the instruction of the words of the person who was instructing to count it. That time, the knowledge has arisen in the person, not only in him, in all others standing there, the knowledge was clear and it came because born out of the sound that Dasamattumasi, you are the tenth person, that statement. So this is an example what is used for the words can give rise to an actual experience and knowledge that I am the tenth person. Same way, when the Upanishad says Tatumasi, that Sadeva Somya Idamagra Asi, that Sat was only there in the beginning. That Tat Sat is Tomasi is what you are when the Upanishad is saying, there is a or connection between the first statement and the last statement, which when you say Tatumasi. That Tat in the Satumasi is the Sat, which is the Sadama Agrahasi. So there, when you connect these two, the knowledge of my nature, true nature, is that it was in the form of Sat before I was born or before the creation took place, is known to the student when he listens to that. So this is how the Sabda Pramana is a valid Pramana used by in the Vedanta. Thank, thank you, Bintuji. Thank you. I'll take leave then. We'll meet on next Wednesday, continue from what we have left. I think I'll have to go back one, two mandras back and to for the continuity purpose. Then only uh, the flow will come for, an, for our manana. So next Wednesday we'll meet again and continue from that. Thank you all. Thank you, Bandhuji. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you very much.